talking. Erlich had known Harry Lawrence since the fall of 88. There were not many in the agency that he would call a true friend. He had thought of Harry all the way out of Rome to Leonardo da Vinci. All the time he had sat on the Alitalia to Athens International, and in the taxi out to the Caficia suburb. Now Ehrlich stopped and stood still, absorbing every detail of the street. Best done at the very start of an investigation. You poor old son of a bitch, Harry. It would have been a pretty road in spring, with the blossom on the trees that lined it. The leaves were down now. He knew very little of what had happened, had been out of touch since the first report had reached the embassy in Rome, and he had started running. They always sent a fed when an American citizen was killed, and the Rome office covered Athens. There were men grouped ahead of him, hunched against the drizzle. Ehrlich recognized from his balding head Harry's station chief. If that was where Harry had died, there should have been a big area quarantined off with tape. There shouldn't have been a cattle herd of feet trampling over the grass. The station chief detached himself from the group. He took Ehrlich's hand as if he were a priest, offering his condolences. He pointed between the Greek police and security officials. There was blood on the grass. The pointing finger moved away from the grass. On the pavement were two patches of blood. The station chief said, Harry had a contact with him. They were both taken out. Good to have you here, Bill. Ehrlich said, This is unbelievable. Had this place been cleaned up? They got the cartridge cases. What else? I don't know what else. You happy with that? Where was your scene of crime experience? Atlanta, Georgia, Ehrlich said. Listen here, Bill. This is sure as hell not Atlanta. The station chief's voice was low. We are foreigners. We are far from home. What I know from long and painful experience is this. The harder we kick, the less we get. I hear you. There was a rattle of iron gates behind him. Ehrlich turned. A woman came from a villa. She wore a tailored suit and delicate shoes, and she carried a handful of roses. She walked in the rain across the road and round the group of policemen to the blood-stained pavement. She knelt and crossed herself and laid the roses on the pavement. Ehrlich said very softly, Thank you, ma'am. In the morgue in the center of the room, the two stretchers were draped with green sheeting. The harsh neon light gouged at Ehrlich's eyes from the white-tiled walls. He lifted the sheet nearer him. A pale, sallow face, a neat dark moustache, gaping exit wounds on the body. Who was he? The station officer said, Dissident Iraqi, price on his life. Harry had met him before, liked to pump him. He laid the sheet back, skirted the two stretchers, then raised the sheet of the second. He swallowed back bile. It would have been a back-of-the-head shot. The exit was a mess where the eyes and nose of his friend had been. The mouth was what he would remember, where the laughter was. Only the mouth told him 
that he looked on the face of his friend. The station officer said, There are six wounds on the Joker. Harry just took the one. Almost certainly it means wrong place, wrong time. He wasn't the target, just in the way. As long as I'm allowed to, I will follow this, Elsa. That is my most solemn guarantee. If it takes a month, a year, ten years. Elsa, I promise. His friend's wife sat on the sofa, her arm around her kid's shoulders. As long as it takes, Elsa. Ehrlich kissed her cheek. He could feel the wetness of his own tears. How many shots? Twelve cartridge cases, seven hits, one weapon, pistol, twenty-two caliber.